Today we celebrate the third Sunday of Advent. Traditionally, this Sunday is known as the Sunday of joy, of rejoicing. Because we're more than halfway. We're more than halfway. It's the third Sunday of Advent. More than halfway to Christmas. More than halfway to Christmas. I have to admit today, when I got out of the confessional to go into the sacristy, I was surprised, you know, to see the, the pink vestments. I don't love pink. I'd give you a really funny story, but I'm afraid you tell it to my brother priests about, or maybe I will tell it. You know, it was, had to do with a girlfriend I had back in university, and she knew I, I hated pink, right? And I used to live with the lady who was in her mid-90s. For my second and third university, I, you know, rented an apartment in her house, and a beautiful woman. She was the secretary of, of about someone who may become a Canadian saint. He did a lot of work with uh, organizing co-ops for fishermen and workers in Atlanta, Canada. But she was very mischievous, and so was my girlfriend, and they know I hated pink. So I was uh, out, you know, I think at the, at the university studying the library, and for my birthday when I came back from a day of classes, my whole room was decked with pink. And I got pretty annoyed, and then I laughed, and, but, you know, women are mischievous sometimes, right? That's, <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> but not all women, right? Okay, you know, hopefully I didn't offend any women here. You know. Today, we celebrate joy. Joy. We celebrate the joy that Christ brought into the world. We have a very beautiful first reading. It speaks about the desert. Each and every one of us has moments of desert. Could be in our spiritual life. Could be the life with our children, with our spouses, with our work. Sometimes we go to Mass and we think Mass is a desert, right? It can be quite boring, I think, if we don't really expect Christ to come, right? The desert and the parched land will exalt. Before the many deserts of our life, we have to remember that the desert will never have the final word on our life, on our relationships, if we really enable the Lord to work. The step will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice in joyful song. In the areas of our life that are deserts, God wants to enable beautiful flowers to grow. Isaiah speaks of a desert and flowers that will grow in the desert. We often think as well of deserts being a horrible places, and he says God will enable a desert to be a joyful place, a place of song and dance. Amazing. This is what we are joyful about. Christ coming into the world 2,000 years ago brought joy, brought forgiveness from our sins, brought reconciliation, brought mercy, revealed 
that our God is not this horrible, bad dude, but an amazing, loving Father. Jesus came into the world to reveal the truth of God and the truth of who we are and God's plan for us. And his plan is not of a desert. It's a plan of life. It's a plan of joy. It's a plan of dancing. And we really have to invite God to come into our life. God came into the world 2,000 years ago, and he wants to come into our life again today. Wants us to rejoice. Wants us to celebrate. Because we know, he wants us to know that we're his chosen people. That we're loved. Today, I have to confess, I was not looking forward to today. You know, I had to bring a group of people downtown to support a work called Christ in the City. You know, this past week, you know, I got very little response from people who wanted to, to do it. But then, you know, late last night and this morning, a couple of people responded and I went to a Knights of Columbus meeting and a group of four or five Knights of Columbus joined in. And it was very beautiful to see how God used my friends, how he used the people at the parish to touch the desert of my heart. When I began to see certain messages come in saying that we're coming, or people who arrived at the church very early this morning to go down, I saw the desert of my heart change. I saw flowers being grown. In the desert of my heart, sometimes as well, I was a bit anxious about this. You know, I kind of lost sight of God. I think many times we're blinded by the many responsibilities and difficulties of life. They, our life becomes a desert. But God wants to come here. He wants to come into the desert of our life. And the beautiful thing that he does is he comes to us through very concrete people, People that he puts beside us. And God touches our hearts. I was deeply moved by the generosity of my friends. Certain friends who came yesterday, we were prepared a whole bunch of turkey and ham sandwiches. Another couple from the Knights made an incredible chili. We did all the work with the Tupperware and the, the containers to bring everything down. And going there this morning, there were a whole other group of of people there waiting for us. And this afternoon we shared a meal. About 150 of us, you know, from a couple different groups, sharing a meal with a group of homeless people. And Christ was present. At a certain point they started playing some Christmas carols and I knew a couple of my friends could sing and I kind of pushed them a little, let's do a couple songs. And we got up on the stage and we sung. I couldn't hold myself back seeing the work God was doing in my heart. Enabling me to rejoice, to sing, and to dance. This is what God wants to do. We rejoice because God is active. We rejoice because God wants to come into our life. He wants to come to, into our deserts, into our difficulties. And call us by name and say we're not alone. God wants to say, I'm with you. This afternoon, 
Got to hear confessions. It's always beautiful. I even got to go to confession. To be freed from sin is amazing. God healed my blindness. God healed my sins. Forgive me, forgave me again for like the millionth time, bro. His mercy is infinite. We're his children. And he always wants to forgive us. Enable flowers to you know, sprout out of the desert of our heart. This is Advent. And this is Christmas. This is what God wants to happen in our life every day. In the psalm, we just say, Lord, come and save us. We need to recognize our need to be saved, to be forgiven, for new life to happen in the desert of our life. Lord, come save us. He wants to come. And the beautiful thing as well, and a very dramatic thing, is we have to let him come. We have to ask him to come. Say, come heal this place, Lord. Heal this darkness in my life. Heal my distraction. Heal my difficulty with this sin. With my inability to love my wife or my children. My difficulty with pornography. My difficulty with gambling. My difficulty of wasting time. And God comes. He comes. Sometimes as well, we have to ask Him over and over again. We have to accept that. The journey of conversion takes time. I always hear, every time I go in the confessional once or twice, Father, I struggle with the same sins. I'm always tempted to say, welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, we have original sin. We have difficulties. But in our sinfulness, God wants to bring his light. He wants to come with his mercy. We read a beautiful thing. In the gospel today. John the Baptist saying, are you the one to come? Or should we look for another? Are you the one to come to bring us salvation, to bring us freedom, to renew our relationship with God? Or is there another? And there is no other. I should want to say almost we should stop acting like there is another. YouTube, Netflix, our computers and phones are not going to bring us salvation. They're not going to bring us salvation. They're not going to bring us joy. True joy comes from welcoming God. He is the one that has come and he wants to come. This is why we have reason to give or to be joyful. The only reason to be joyful. If we get this, that he comes, that he brings us salvation, he renews our relationship with God, he enables to live our life with the awareness that are his children, everything else gradually takes its rightful place. But we do have to give priority to God. It was amazing today sharing a meal with a couple homeless people. Seeing how God was using them to touch my heart. To see how God was using them to touch as well my own loneliness and own, my own need to be recognized and loved. Our friends with Christ in the city gave an amazing presentation to help us recognize that we're not that very different from these people. We have the same need to be loved. We have the same need to be encountered in our difficulties and brokenness. 
and loneliness. So we pray as we journey towards Christmas that we may beg for Christ to come. That he may touch our hearts and bring us true joy. Amen.